0: This year and last year, God has been speaking to us, um, trying to show us that there is a place where He is taking us is a season that we have entered. But for us to be able to get full benefits of what God wants us to receive, it is important that we deal with the past, that we deal with the past. And how to deal with the past? It is by forgetting the past or the former things. And that takes me to the book of Isaiah 43, verse 17. And if you want, in fact, Let's title this message so that we do not forget. Just give it one word. What would you give it? If you are told to give it one word, only one. Me, I would give it forget. Is a title. And I'll tell you why. Verse 18, the Lord says, Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. I'd like to take you back to verse 16, which says, this is what the Lord says, He who made a way through the sea, a path through the mighty waters, who drew out the chariots and horses, the army and reinforcements together, And they lay there, never to rise again. Extinguished, snubbed out like a wick. Then he says, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness, and streams in the wasteland. In the w- w- wasteland, I know we have touched this passage several times since last year. But even today, as I said, for us to be able to understand what God wants to do in our lives, there are things that we need to forget. To forget is to fail to remember or to think about something. Or failing to recall that event or that thing that happened. And it may not have to be a setback. Because last time we looked at Naomi and the setback that she had. Success, victories can also become a barrier to the next level that God wants to take you. And that's why when I look at this passage from first 16, he reminds them. And this is what the Lord says, he who made a way through the sea. He is talking to people that have an experience. He is talking to a nation that have seen a way made through a sea. And that in itself, Baba Mwai, is a great miracle. It had never happened before. That a whole sea would give way and become dry ground for people to walk through. That is a miracle. Not to forget. Amen. No one would like to forget that. It is a story that I would love to keep telling, And repeating. And repeating again and again. It says he who made a way through the sea. A path through the mighty waters. A path again. That's the second miracle. Why a path through the mighty waters? There was a Jordan River. And Jordan is not like Livatana. Livatana is big enough, but Jordan is bigger. Where they were closing, and they said it was during the times of the flood. In other words, the river, the river had yeah, it was full. It has broken the banks. So that is not the time to try to cross a river. His dreams, you know, can swipe away people. What about such a, a river? But the Bible says that Jordan also parted. And these people walked through. That's a second great miracle. That I would not want to forget. If I participated in that. But look at what God is saying. Yes, I am the Lord. Who made a way through the sea. A path through the mighty waters. Who drew out the chariots and horses. We know what happened to the Egyptian army led by their king, the mighty Pharaoh, who was feared in the whole world. Then who drew out chariots and horses, the army and reinforcements together. And they lay there. Where? In that sea. They lay there. Never to rise again, extinguished, snapped out like a wick. But then look at verse 18. The Lord says, Forget all that. If you've been wondering where am I where am I going? He's reminded them that he is God. Who created a way. Made a way through the sea for them. Made a path through the mighty waters. They are witnesses that a whole army, together with its king and chariots, all drowned there never to be seen again. That is God, isn't it? But then he tells the same people, now look, I know that is great to you. But I want you to forget the former things. I want you to forget the past. Stop dwelling on yesterday's happenings. Why? Because I am God and I am unlimited and what I did yesterday I don't have to repeat the same I can do a new thing that is even greater than what you are seeing. Praise the Lord. And that's what I want you to think about. Why would the Lord want you to forget even victories, successes? Why would the Lord want you to forget? Because these people, their focus one of these great miracles. And they kept their focus there. Yet God wants to do a new thing. Greater than what they saw. But they have to stop dwelling on the past. They have to forget the former things. We are coming to the end of the year. We are entering into a new season. But there are some of us that are still tied to the successes of last year. All this year. There are some of us that are dancing over the miracles that took place Yesterday. And they are dwelling there. Their eyes cannot open to see that this God who did this yesterday is not done with me yet. There are greater things ahead of me that you want to do. But I'm still dwelling on my successes. What is it that you achieved? Last year, this year, and it is great, and I'm not saying we should not celebrate our achievements. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not, that's not what I'm saying. We will celebrate the achievements, but we need to know that the God we believe in is greater than that achievement. The God we serve and we honor is greater than our successes. The goal we serve and we honor is greater than the gains we have made throughout the year. So that our focus is not on on those things. Our focus is on Him who is able to do a new thing that is marvelous and greater than what we have experienced in the past. Hallelujah. That's why I said, we need to forget. Because if we do not forget, we cannot be able to embrace what is coming. We have to forget the past. We have to fail to remember what we have gone through. We have to fail to recall those victories, those experiences that were great. Praise the Lord. Because experiences will make you want to remain there. Jesus takes Peter, John, and James to the mountain. And there, Jesus is transfigured. The glory of the Lord comes upon them. Their eyes are opened. And Moses and Elijah appear. And these three and the Bible calls them unschooled. That's what the Bible calls them, unschooled. Hmm? They didn't have academic qualifications. But they were able to relate with Jesus. Their hearts, their souls, and everything in them they had given to Jesus. And there were Jesus in a circle. It's amazing that Jesus would leave Matthew who was a big graduate specialized in taxation. Bahide and others. But he picks these three that are and they have an experience that have, they've never had before. A appears to them. Moses appears to them. And they are having a conversation with their master and they get they get excited. And they say, Lord, we are not moving from this place. There's no way we can Live this experience. It is exciting. Let's build two hearts. Three hearts, sorry. One for you, Jesus. One for Moses. And one for Elijah. Where are the three guys going to be? They are smart guys. You know what? They are going to be servants for each. They distributed themselves. So that's why they didn't want anything for themselves. They are smart. It's not in the scriptures. Those are the preacher's uh, machinations sometimes. <laughs> but they are smart. Why? They don't want to leave this place. This type of glory has never been experienced before. Who with his own naked eyes, apostle, has seen Elijah, has seen Moses? We've just been reading about these great men, but now they appear and they are with the Lord. We cannot leave this place. We must stay here forever. What would that have meant if they stayed there forever? They would not have seen Christ ascending to heaven, Christ rising from the dead. They would not have seen the glorified body of Christ. They would not have experienced him passing through the walls and appearing to them when the room the, the room is closed, that's a greater miracle than even the one on the mountain. Who is this that is able to pass through the wall? Glorified Christ. There are far, much greater miracles ahead. They will not have experienced clippers walking, their own shadows healing the sick. Praise the Lord. They would have stayed on that mountain But look at what was ahead of them. Praise God. But Jesus would not reason to them. So they had to go back. That's why it is important not to dwell on the past. Even if there are successes and victories. Because God is unlimited. You cannot exhaust him. There is no amount of miracle that will exhaust God so that we can say now we have reached. There will always be something else better than what you have experienced. And the only way for you to be able to move on to the next level is to accept that this is now former. There is something new so that I can move on to the future or to the present because the former cannot be compared With the present or the future. The future is greater than the past. And we need not to dwell on the past. That's why the scripture is telling you. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past experiences. Those successes are good, yes. But you still have more ahead of you. There are more territories to win. There are more battles to win. Yes, you fought and you won that particular one. But who tells you that you are done with battles?
1: That
0: was just an experience to usher you into greater battles. If you dwell there, you will not be able to see what God can be able to do. No wonder. That's why we're telling, can't you see it? Can't you perceive it? You guys, why are you still looking backward. Do you see Gong Road? God has been gracious to us. But we cannot dwell there. What is ahead is greater than what we have experienced. It's upon you and me to decide, God, there is something else that I need to know from you. I am not satisfied with where I am. There are some of you that have been very prayerful. And you prayed and mountains came down. Probably they even went to the sea. But please, that was just an experience. God was trying to tell you there is still more ahead. So that you don't dwell there. You don't remain where you are. You still need to move up. You still need to go up because there are still more mountains to conquer. There are territories to go to conquer. Praise the Lord. That's why we, we must move on. Amen? Wow, well, I uh, lost my notes. I need to forget them, eh? Yes, success and glory. Paul in Philippians 3, 6 and 8. Let's see what Paul, let's see, just see Paul's experiences. Philippians. You're not there? Okay, Philippians from fast 6, I think, fast 6, fast 8, okay, let me quickly read uh, from fast 1. Father, my brothers and sisters, rejoice in the Lord. It is not trouble for me to write the same things to you again, and it is a safeguard for you. Watch out for those dogs, those evildoers. Uh yes, whose mutrators of the flesh. For it is we who are the circums, we who are the circumcision, who we who serve God by his spirit who boast in Christ Jesus and who put on confidence in the flesh. Though I myself have reasons for such confidence, if someone else thinks they have reasons to put confidence in the flesh, I have more. Now listen to Paul's credential. Circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, in regard to the law, a Pharisee, as for zeal persecuting the church, as for righteousness based on the law, faultless. But whatever, I want you to note that, whatever were gains, to me, I now consider laws for the sake of Christ, whatever were gains. and Paul, for sure, had gains. he's just given as a, just a part of his credentials. He has not even told us the school he went, and he, to whom he sat under, but he's saying. Whatever were gains to me, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worthy of knowing Christ, Jesus, my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. That's Paul. I consider them garbage that I may gain Christ and be found in him Not that I have already obtained all this. All have already arrived at my goal. But I press on to hold of that for which Christ took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do. Again, look at Paul. One thing I do. Forgetting what is behind and straining Toward what is ahead. Paul had a revelation of what was ahead. Paul had a past. Paul had everything to boast about. And he says, if people were to boast in their flesh, who can then beat me in this? Circumcised on the eighth day. An Israelite. Hebrew of Hebrews. That's who he is. One of the most educated then. To say it was a lawyer. A graduate then. And a professor called Gamariel. But he says. All this. that to me were gains or profits. All fees that we can call success, and many of us understand what success is. All fees that is profitable, which is an asset to me, I now consider it as loss. And not just as a loss. It's a gap It's like a garbage. It's like a cow dung to me. It's filthy. I don't want to look at it. Why would Paul say this? Because ahead he has encountered Christ that is incomparable with the things that we hold. Do you know that some of us we are holding on to this life and the little possessions that we have Like... That's all. There's nothing else. I want to challenge you today. You've got to forget... And let go... The things that you're holding on to. And live like... You don't have them. Because by doing that... Then you are opening an avenue... For the Lord to fill you. Because... The past has occupied a space, isn't it? There's no vacuum where, the, where there is a past. Where there's something that is former, there's no vacuum. It is still there. That is why it is being referred to as the former. But it's also being referred to, to as the former because there is an opportunity for the present. But for the present to take its position and occupy the space that the former has occupied, the former has to give way. The past has to give way. Church, we have a lot of past, some of us. Baggages that we have carried. And we have to give way. We've got to let go. And it's talked of take off. When you are taking off, you are taking off because you are going somewhere, isn't it? There is a destination ahead of you. You don't take off. You don't say, I'm taking off and your eyes are focusing on where you are coming from. Do you? When you are taking off, your focus is on where you are going, isn't it? You have a destination, you have a ticket that you have cut, you are paid. And you have a place that you are going. And therefore you go to the airport and you are ready to take off. Now, you cannot go where you are going when your mind is looking backward. When you still focus on the things that you have left behind. You can never have a successful trip Even if you are to come back, like some of us go and we come back, but I want to tell you, you cannot be successful in your assignment ahead if your focus is still behind. There's a time that you've got to forget the family that you've left behind for you to concentrate on the assignment that you've been given. You cannot continue to say, I have a family that I left in Nairobi. Therefore, I'm not going to prepare for this. My mind is still thinking, no, 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 I'm not trying to say that we don't, you know, and my good friend here travels a lot and you leave the family behind. But there, when you get, when you want to be effective in what you've you've gone to do, you sort of switch off and focus on the assignment. I'm challenging us to switch off. There are some things that we need to switch off. Praise the Lord. There are successes, yes. Remember, they are not necessary setbacks. There are successes. But they are stopping you. Or they will delay you from entering into your new destination. And in this new destination, there are new things. And they are better than what you are leaving behind. One thing with God is that you cannot leave behind something and get something that is lesser than what you left behind. Believe me, you cannot. Not go, our God is not like that. When you sacrifice something for Him, what you get is greater or is bigger is more valuable than what you left behind. And therefore, you cannot continue to hold on to the past, victories, and successes. What about setbacks? Even setbacks can be a hindrance. Because there are some of us that are still mourning. We are still at the same spot where this thing happened. And it's a setback to you the Lord would want you to forget it. Because it is not adding any value to you. You need to forget so that you can move into the present. Because that is former. What is ahead is greater than what the setbacks you have suffered. The pain that you've gone through. Yes! The children of Israel, they had setbacks. In Egypt... They were mistreated for 430 years. But the freedom they got can never be compared with the pain and the struggles they went through the 430 years. Today, they are still the greatest nation. And when I say the greatest nation, I know what I mean. In terms of numbers, they may not. But I want to tell you, in terms of the people who matter, the people who rule this world, the people who hold the wealth of the, of the world, they are Jews. Today, it is true. They own the banks. They own the media. They own the entertainment industry. They are the innovators. They are the leaders in medicine. Everybody else follow. But there were slaves to the Egyptians for 430 years. They don't dwell there. They have learned to move on. Why do you want to dwell on your past? Why do you want to dwell on that setback? That letter that sucked you And you still retain it. If there is a letter that you need to ban, it is that particular letter. Please, you still keep it. And it is hurting you. Because you don't want to release it. You've got to release it. That SMS that was sent to you, that broke everything, it is still retained. That we are no longer friends. That SMS is still with you. Up to now. And it is five years down the line. You still read it. If there is an SMS that needs to be removed. Erased. It is that one. Because it is a setback. Isn't it? Because as long as it is there. It reminds you of the past. It reminds you of the setback. You cannot move on. You've got to remove it. And it's a hindrance. There is no way you can see what God wants to do in your life. As long as you are holding to this setback. My friend, if it is still there, please, quickly, now I allow you, take take your phone. Just take your phone, remove it completely. Amen? Amen? I'm serious about it. Because these are small things. These are small things I can see Apostle Joshua on the phone. (laughs) Erase it. Remove it. It's a setback. That word that was spoken by someone against you. And you still remember this is what he said that I'm good for nothing. Come on. Honestly, seated where you are, I do not see any one of you that is good for nothing. But you're still saying, he said I'm good for nothing. When I look at you, I don't see anybody who is good for nothing. I see a child of God. I see one who can succeed. I see one who has a future. But you're still saying, they told me I'm good for nothing. Come on. That's a former thing that you need to forget. Forget it. So that you can move on. Forgetting all those setbacks. They are unnecessary. The Lord is saying, I am doing a new thing. And the new thing is not tied to the past. But the past has to be forgotten. So that you can move into the new thing. Praise the Lord. Relationships. That went sour and you're still there. Come on. Move on. Move on. There are more beautiful ones. And Shinwa the beautiful ones are not is it Shinwa Washab or who said that. Can't remember. One of those Yeah, the beautiful ones are not yet born. Praise the Lord. Who tells you that that was the most beautiful lady that... She moved on. She she left you, isn't it? He left you. Even Shinwa Shembe had faith. As the beautiful ones, are. know. And here you are. Still looking behind. Saying she left me. He left me. Let him go. Let her go. Look up to the Lord. As long as you are faithful, he's going to come your way. One is if you forget the former things. Don't dwell on the past. Words spoken to you that are negative. Please erase them. It may be an event that took place some of us, even football is, a, is an issue. Honestly, there are some of us who have entered into depression because Chelsea did not win. Honestly, Chelsea does not even play in our country, even in our continent. You've never seen those guys except on the TV. You probably will never have an opportunity even to shake their hands. But there you are into a depression because they lost Manu. Were they beaten by Southampton last night? You hear? No, we drew. Can you hear the word? We? With you. Honestly, do you know seriously speaking, there are some people, see they even kill themselves. Why would somebody take away their lives because of a, a game? And it is taking place somewhere in Europe. And this person has a, never even boarded an airplane. But he's taken away his life because his team has lost. Honesty. These are former things. They are past things. When they happen, refer to them as past and move on. Don't take away your life. Let me come home. I know I don't like talking about politics. But today, allow me to speak about it. Some of you had your candidates last year. No, this year. They lost. It's a fact. They lost. Because they are not, they were never declared the winner. They are not in parliament. They are not in the Senate. But you are still holding to that today. You cannot pray effectively because of an election that took place and your candidate did not win and you are servant of God. Seriously speaking, This is an event that took place. And it is a world event. It is not even an international one. It is a Kenyan event. It comes after five years. So that tells you it is not permanent. But here you are today still hurting, broken. You know what? You cannot progress. And what is happening, you cannot see the new thing that God wants to do in your life. So remember, Pastor, but how can we forget injustices? We can forget it. Because as long as we keep it, it becomes a hindrance. It prevents us from moving on and achieving our objectives and our goals. A wise person is the one who says it has happened. We move on. And I'm not campaigning for anybody. But I'm particularly for you who is a member. If your heart is still tied to 2017 elections, you are doing yourself injustice. You are are doing yourself A wrong thing. You will are affecting your progress. Because you spend energy and time on this particular thing. When you are supposed to spend that energy and time on what God has promised to do for you. Praise the Lord. It's a former thing. Let it remain there. Let's move on and do the right thing. Today, if it is within you to do what is right, go ahead and do it. You work with your own hands, go ahead and work with your own hands. Praise the Lord. The former things. Paul said, brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. The question I need to ask you, what is ahead of you? What are you straining towards? What are you running into? What are you committed to today? As you move and as we enter into a new season, starting tomorrow or tonight, What are you straining towards? You are on a race. What is it that you want to achieve? Please remember, if you focus towards it, you will get it. If you turn backward, even if you turn again, you've lost some time. A good runner does not look behind. But that's what we do, Kenyans. We keep focusing on what did not happen or what happened. But we say, oh, we are moving on. But after some time, we focus. You know what? We are losing time. And as long as we are losing time, we are not achieving what we are supposed to achieve. I want to challenge you as a church. God has spoken. You have heard him over your life. Focus on what God wants to do with you. Amen? Let your eyes be opened like Paul. When he saw Christ, everything else didn't matter. When he encountered him, everything else was a loss to him. Because Christ became an asset to him. Praise the Lord. May God help us as we close over the year. We have things that we need to forget. And when you forget, you bury them. Let's not be the Kenyans that forget. That, okay, what do they do? They forgive, but they don't forget, isn't it? That's not forgiveness. Proper forgiveness is when you forget. And I want to tell you something. When you see someone who is able to forget the past and move on, irrespective of what it is, that is a sign of maturity. So if you are still struggling with things of the past, then you are still a baby that needs to mature into something. We need to get to a level where we are able to say it doesn't matter what it is, I am leaving this one behind. Because what is ahead of me is greater than what I'm leaving behind. That's a sign of someone who is mature. And that's what we need to demonstrate. Praise the Lord. May God help us. Can we rise on our feet? Hallelujah. Do you have some things that you need to forget? Before we close over to 2018, You may need to say these are the things that I need to forget. These are the events that I need to forget. These are the relationships that I need to do away with and forget about them. These are the hurts and the pains that I went through that I want to forget. Lord Jesus, help me to forget. Please, take a minute in your own language. Just take a minute. And pray in your own language. Hallelujah. Lord Jesus, we want to thank you for... Your word that has come to us today. We thank you for... The past experiences... Positive and negative. But we thank you for the present and the future... Because the present and the future surpasses the past. Lord, you've told us you're doing a new thing. There's a place that you're taking all of us. Jesus, we want to leave behind the former things. We want to leave behind the experiences. We want to leave behind the encounters and we want to embrace the new that is coming. Jesus, we invite you that you take over our lives from today henceforth and remove, O Lord, memories of the past and open our mind to the new And hold our hand and help us to cross over and start with you in the new season that is coming. Lord, we thank you and we bless you. Thank you for loving us, showing us mercy, your grace throughout 2017. We are grateful that today we are alive. And this being our last Sunday service, we say... Thank you, King of Kings. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' name. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. There is something new that is coming. Open your eyes. You'll be able to see it. God bless you. God bless you.